Okay, so you know how in previous episodes I've been saying they closed down all my movie theaters, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited now because now I'm going to become the movie theater. Like, I I learned how to make popcorn, and yeah. then I, I just got this big projection screen, like, and 10-foot projector, like, a monitor, and uh, so I we had this really cool idea. We're just going to set it up in front of our yard, and all summer, like, everyone can just come on the weekends, and we're just going to project movies at night so it's going to be like a drive-in movie theater but you can just do it in my front yard so now i'm the movie theater yeah yeah it's going to be kind of fun so So, like you're going to put out like uh like blankets and have uh picnics where you bring out your popcorn and stuff yeah i hope like they'll like people within my neighborhood will like do it and then i can kind of like use it as an opportunity to get to know everybody yeah and uh because i've always been that kind of guy like you know i open my garage and Everyone knows in the neighborhood that you can just come over and grab a beer out of my fridge and, and mm-hmm. hang out as long as the garage door is open. That's like, that's like my 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 pink flamingo on the yard or like a yeah a red light to know that you can come over and, and chit chat with me. I'm I'm feeling friendly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope that uh, it really goes well. Videos done on well, projector screens are beautiful. Yeah, so far it's looking great. So, you know, we'll, uh, you got to get like a quality one. You can't go for like a really cheap one. You put a little bit of money into it and it's an investment. It lasts mm-hmm. in the last a few years and it'll, it'll, it'll be good. But so far it's looking really quality, really nice. And, you know, 10 foot, uh, you know, saving Private Ryan on 10 foot screen is like, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's like you're in the battle. Dude, that's so sick. That's so sick. Oh, man. Well, what's going on, guys? And welcome to this episode of Uncovered Cinema. I'm Brian, and Kevin Spacey's best performance was pretending that he didn't like little boys. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, burn, burn. And I'm Holman Will. How are you guys? <laughs> that was so bad. I don't want to do that. I don't know that if that was, was appropriate, so bad. but... <laughs> that was so bad. I don't we have to think of things off again. the top of our head. That is so, I don't... That was so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> Oh, that and that's hurt. the starter. We're doing the show now. Let's go. <laughs> oh. All right. So this week we decided to do something a little bit special for you guys. You know, we've been talking about new um one movie every episode and really diving diving deep into that, but you know, I wanted to talk about what I've been up to lately. You know, this past week has been really Absolutely. fun. You know, we just got a uh, new TV a couple of weeks ago, so I've been watching yes. everything I possibly can. This thing is gosh damn gorgeous, man. It is a Samsung Q80T, and mwah, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> like, the blacks on this thing, man. <laughs> if anybody here is a TV enthusiast, like, loves watching their cinema just on just beautiful screens. You know what I'm talking about. The blacks. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to keep a clean mind. And I'm, uh, <laughs> it, let me it, let me come back. Let me it, just take this. It, over it, it's hard to keep a clean mind with this thing. Because when I tell you, when I tell you, you'll watch a movie like, uh, like Godzilla vs. Kong. Holy fuck dude <laughs> oh did you watch that have you seen it oh, it's so good oh not only yeah. is it so good it is beautiful it is so beautiful man it is like okay, so, so beautiful 
that actually brings up a good point though. I mean, you know, so you've got the new TV, I've got mm-hmm. the projector screen and uh, you know, we've been kind of critics of the fact that they're releasing movies straight to uh, the streaming services now, but yeah, uh, now that we're kind of on the other side, getting the, the getting the proper materials, it's kind of uh, nice to like, to, to be able to watch Godzilla as it's coming out, you know, Right. It's in the, you know, people are in the theaters watching it and you're watching it on your brand new TV, mm-hmm. um, um, probably butt naked for all, for all I know. Uh, but it's great because you have the freedom to do that now yeah, and, and you don't get kicked out of the movie theaters for doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I am not butt naked. I always at least have my <laughs> boxers on. Okay. <laughs> but you have the freedom to do it. That's <laughs> the point. The That's what I'm it. saying. In my house. This America. Yes, in America. In my house, I get to wear my underwear while watching my nice, beautiful TV. It's so goddamn gorgeous. But <laughs> yeah, I love it. The uh, it's and, and it's great. That technology is even like in the s- smartphones now. So mm-hmm. like currently now, my iPhone 12 is the best uh, viewing experience I have. Even you know, like with I have a 4K TV and it's like it's like 78 inches or whatever inches are on TV. It's it's yeah. a big one though. And, uh, but it doesn't have that, like that OLED technology. So that's, that's really nice because it's like, it's not, there's not like a backlight anymore. Mm-hmm. So the blacks are not still, you know, like yeah, the, the blacks, the are, blacks are still kind of lit, but now they're individually controlled and they're not lit at all. So they actually are a true black. And that makes yeah. a world of difference when you're watching, watching everything. So yeah, I, I, I watch a lot of things on my phone now just because of that fact. It, it makes a huge difference. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool that you're getting it in a uh, in a big screen TV. Yeah, actually Congrats. watching. Um, thank you. Thank you. Watching that uh, stuff on my phone, watching uh, HBO Max and uh, Netflix and Disney Plus on my phone is the reason I wanted to get a new TV anyways, because I have, you know, this old like three hundred dollar TV from. Uh, Best Buy. It's beautiful. It, 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 it's great. It's the only TV I can watch shows like Voyager on. That's for sure. Because uh, let me tell you, I am a fan, <laughs> a fan of Voyager, of Deep Space Nine, of The Next Generation. Hell, even of the original series, they are beautiful shows on my $300 TV. I tried I tried to watch Voyager on my new TV, and my God, it's so crisp and so clear. You can see that the show was made on a set in the 90s. It is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is bad. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of those uh, effects from that time period could be hidden by the fact that we didn't have HDTVs back then. But that, yeah. that is, goes true for, like, even the the... the the hosts and actors of, of certain shows that mm-hmm. we, you know, w- once we moved over to the HD, we found out they were actually all wrinkly because yeah. uh, you couldn't, you couldn't Vaseline the the lens like you used to, you know, yeah. and, uh, and get away with that old look. Yeah. And like the, you can tell the difference between the nineties technology of green screen compared to what we have nowadays. Like back in the nineties, you can tell the definite green uh, fuzz around their faces when your tv is too high of a quality <laughs> you know yeah so like we still have our other tv and that's the only tv i watch voyager at which is you know what i watch when i go to sleep anyway so kind of works but no i can't yeah i i, I can't i just can't help but think of like we're we're all excited about this technology and you know some somewhere down the line some kids are going to be listening to this opening uh, of this show and they're going to be like 
Dude, that's so weird. We don't even like watch TV. movies on a screen anymore. You just like yeah, you just plug the thing into the back of your head, <laughs> and yeah, it's all it's VR Matrix. and it's and it's some kind of personal experience. But I, 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 I guess we kind of already have that already, and it's it's called uh, cocaine. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so hey, that one of I guess we, we experience it is future proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! Just imagine the day when they start making um, VR movies, like feature-length movies in VR. Holy crow! I know that they've already like experienced, like touched on that, like experimented with that. There's um, right. Was it Call of Duty that had that like 3D VR? Um, no, I think it was Pornhub. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> they had a 3D VR uh, uh, commercial for I think it was a game where you can actually watch the uh it was like a video like a cutscene going on and you can watch everything and yeah you can turn around you can see everything going there was a missile that shot right in front of you it was crazy um but um, right so the, I, I think when it comes to like an a normal movie mm-hmm. though the 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 magic's all going to be lost on a virtual reality because you're going to turn around you're going to see the dp there no. you're going to see, see you know that's... a fat director sitting in the chair oh, yeah <laughs> but that's that's the thing man that's where new creative minds in the film industry are going to start coming out and really showing their stuff because they're going to be able to mix their knowledge of technology with their love of film and get rid of those DP and everybody. So whoever's watching in VR is going to be able to turn around and see a whole new part of the story, not just what's going on back there. If we can make single shot movies right now, feature lengths movies that look like they're shot single shot, there is no reason we can't make a 3D VR movie. Absolutely no reason at all. And of course, you're referencing uh, 1917. Ni- um, yeah, 1917. Yeah, yeah which great... is an amazing movie. I just bought that myself so that I could watch it on my projection screen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, if you guys uh, haven't seen that yet, we did an episode on it. Check that back out. Otherwise, just go watch it. It's so good. It's so good. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, but one of the uh, technologies that I that I am interested in that I think is growing right now is the use of 360 cameras. So um, it's... <clears throat> it's it's awesome because you don't have to worry about staging a, a a shot or being in you know so caught up at what's happening through the lens of your camera you just mm-hmm. put it out there and you do whatever you're going to do you live your life and you can always go back and reframe your shots even if they're not virtual reality or 360 set up yeah um you can just you know move if you if you don't like the framing you just Burp, move it over and uh, and redo your shot, and you got you know yeah. 360 degrees worth of it. But what's really cool is that you can kind of uh, you, you have this interaction now where you can see the character um, and also see what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. So you you have both sides, and it's all done in one in one system. So that's that's kind of cool. And instead of having, you know, you can imagine a a conversation between two people can now just be done with one camera and in one take. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It it's really cool cuz it adds a whole new level of intricacies when you're like talking about doing just this typical standard two-person talking head scene. Now you have all kinds of cool and unique shots you can add in by getting two or three different shots of the scene all with 360 cameras and really getting those unique angles in there really being able to push on you know that emotion <laughs> into yeah. to the uh viewer in whole new you new unique ways 
I love technology. Oh, I love it so much. All it does <laughs> is push stuff forward and better, and it helps artists so much. Yeah, it's a great time to be alive. I was oh, actually, I was just thinking about that the other day myself. Like if Albert Einstein knew the kind of stuff that we just do for fun, like the technology that we play with today, like he'd probably shit his pants. And I, oh, I he'd think be that, jealous. Yeah, but then on that same note, I kind of get jealous because I'm like, I'm going to be dead someday when there's some really cool technology oh, around know, and I'm not going to get to know about it. But, Dude, our great-grandkids yeah. being in freaking like the holodeck looking back on god yeah. forbid wonder what our great great grandpa's day was like <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's load up the holodeck and find out i don't know why i sounded like that but you know it works <laughs> <laughs> so yes um so i was checking out 1917 and if you guys are interested it's actually streaming right now on hulu so under a premium awesome. subscription whatever that means so Dude, well, that something that is super exciting that's coming up right now um, is we're, we're seeing movies coming out like things are starting to be released. Yes. It's not just being uh, trickled out like we had, you know, the uh, Russell Crowe's Unhinged come out a while back. And that was like, it, I don't know, you're seeing these sporadic movie releases before where it was like one movie comes out and then a month and a half later, another thing comes out, but it was really made before COVID. It's just, they couldn't have somebody edit it yeah. and, uh, and put it all together in between then. So there was a long pause. And, uh, now we're, we're, I feel like things are kind of like being, um, started back up and they're being re reignited again. You know, there's, there's mm -hmm. uh, a schedule of movies starting to come out. That's actually going to make, uh, me excited to want to go back to the movie theaters um, instead of watching, you know, re-releases of movies that came out 20 years ago, which is all they've been doing. Yeah. Um, one of those new movies coming out is one I I didn't even hear about this until the day it was released. Uh, Mortal Kombat. That's yes. now on HBO Max. If you guys have HBO Max, and I believe if you have, you know, yeah, you have to have HBO Max. Watch it now. Just pause us go watch it it's it's great it's so good because it's it knows that it's a movie based off a of video game a fighting video game specifically right right it knows this and it knows the lore that the creators have put into the game series and it just introduces the lore and keeps you interested the entire film because you don't have to know anything about um mortal kombat to be able to get into this film because they explain everything you need to know everything it's great yeah yeah i i i i want to see it and i i hope there's going to be like some kind of scene that that plays uh homage to the video game where it's that oh. you know that side view shot where they where they go you're probably not going to hear someone say and fight but uh it's going to be fun either way so i i hope there's going to some someone plays homage to that and uh it, it actually looks really good and it's it's probably not like i i don't know i i don't see it, it being something like you can open up a bag of cheetos and, and smoke a blunt to it like when you actually played the video game growing up but uh it, it you could probably get into it just as much yeah let me let me put it this way without spoiling anything um for you there is a lot of references a lot of references in this film and i don't think you're going to be disappointed with it whatsoever because they take old fan 
and I feel like the new fan, like the stuff the new fans are used to, the characters new fans are used to, and it puts it together. So I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised when you watch this film. Nice. Yeah, I can't, well, my, I can't wait to see it myself then. Uh, another one that we have coming out is the next installment of the Fast and Furious. My Ooh. God, I never thought they would end or never thought they would continue. Uh, because I, how do you come out with the ninth series of a movie and it's still going? It's all just cars and, and women with tight tops on. Yeah, um, but I mean, that's, that's what the people racing? want. Is it even a <laughs> you racing give series it anymore? It's more like a action driving series. <laughs> It, exactly. It, yeah, it's 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 a it's a shoot 'em up flick with cars. Um, but yeah, one of the, one of the uh, new talents that I'm excited to see is coming out there is uh, Martin Ford. If you haven't heard of him, um, he's he's not like a, a huge actor. He's more over over across the sea. He is uh, what is it called? Across the pond, lake, whatever. But you know, in England. Um, and you thought like Vin Diesel was built or like John Cena was in the movie as well. Um, oh, no, this guy is yeah. built Martin Ford. He's a bodybuilder. And, uh, like, you know, <clears throat> I went one, one year to, uh, the, the Olympia and it was being hosted by the, uh, the rock Dwayne the rock Johnson, who's also in this movie in fast and furious. And in, everyone seems to think that he's a big guy, you know, he's, he's full, he's built big, tall, big, tall, uh, strong action hero. Right. Yeah. But once he gets on the stage with these bodybuilders, man, he's a shrimp. Like you wouldn't even, it's, it's all, there's always a bigger fish in the sea. And, uh, always. this guy is a big fish. I, I've actually met him in person, Martin Ford. So I'm oh, wow. uh, excited to see what his role is. I bet he could probably lift one of those little rice rocket cars and throw it across oh. throw it across at somebody so most likely most likely so uh if you guys don't know martin ford uh he was in the nevers that's coming out in 2021 to hbo max is a tv show uh i believe hold on i can actually in kingsman 2 kingsman 2 yes yeah he was and in that. final score so he definitely has like a good filmology behind him especially kingsman man that was a good freaking movie and I'm yeah, very yeah, it's like, confident. It's not that. often you see a good a good second movie when the first one is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this one. I mean, with the exception of a few, like maybe like Star Wars is, but um, <laughs> it's yeah. not it, this. Yeah, usually the second one's the flop, but uh, this the second Kingsman was actually really good. So yeah, so yeah, I'm excited to see him in it, dude. He's he obviously he's a good actor and he's huge. My God, his arm is like the size of my head. Yeah, ah. exactly. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of things that are huge, uh, we had the Oscars last night, and uh, there's a lot of controversy coming you said from you this to year's talk about stuff that was huge. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You threw me off there. <laughs> the professionalism's out the window. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was good. Yeah, it, that, so that was that was kind of the. F- the <laughs> where do we go from here that's so see funny. The, the thing is is this is the lowest like ranked oscars in history okay it is dropped down to oh my god what 10 percent of its standard or 10 million views 10 million views for the oscars dudes that's like nothing that's really really bad for a show that's yeah. supposed to be like international and huge and giant and the biggest extravaganza for movies and film and tv and just nobody cared at all yeah well i mean the the it's uh 
the big the big movies that were coming out were coming from these huge um production companies like 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 Disney um with like you know Pixar Soul that yeah. movie I mean that was obviously a winner there mm-hmm. wasn't as much like like smaller thing the smaller ones are the ones that kind of make it more interesting of course we always see like these these big uh production movies coming out but the the little ones are the ones that that like surprise us and that's kind of what make it worth watching you know so yeah. um like one of the one of the the big winners that I I thought for the night was uh, my octopus teacher, which won um, for the best documentary, and oh, and cool. I thought that was is pretty amazing when you're when you're when you have this small film that was that's made by a, a small cast, and uh, it's it's being put up against all these other um, big productions, and, and it's and it's essentially it was just it was two hours of a man filming this light the life of an octopus mm-hmm. and and we learned so much didn't we watching that movie and uh <laughs> and and at the end we got sad when the octopus you know passes away because he lived its life and uh, there was a lot of you know personification in it but i think that's what made that that movie so awesome and it was kind of cool that it it won but th- there was another uh thing that stood out the most uh at, at the oscars last night which is the you know with with uh, Black Lives Matter and everything that's been going on this year, I don't know about you, but I felt like it was a uh, almost like a farce this year. To just it just seemed like every shot or every interview they had, it was just a, a, a centered around uh, African American cast or, or actors, and, and I don't know how much the public is going to appreciate it that this is now just happening you know it's like it yeah. it seemed like it was like it it seemed like it was just a response like oh you want it here we'll shovel it in your face every scene every scene you get of the oscars is going to have a, a african american character in it and i just felt like it was uh can i say sarcastic almost you know uh, yeah. that's kind of how it how it felt like it's 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 important to note that you know like african american um, and people have been in production and making movies and and featured in films for for decades now. And why is it that we're just now seeing them this year, um, um being shown on on a, a awards uh, ceremony that's predominantly judged and and, and managed by an all white uh, 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 production? Um, yeah. So- what am I trying to say? An all white crew. Yeah, and it makes it makes a lot of sense when I'm looking into um, like the events that surround did the Oscar this year. Um, for instance, that hashtag Oscar So White started trending a few um, weeks to a few months prior to um, the Oscars this year, which you can tell the Oscars definitely saw that, and instead of being you know acting one way, they just decided to completely divert and shift and just i guess yeah give I, I don't know what to say like they guess they decided to do the complete opposite of what they normally do yeah I guess? they gave us they gave us the whole cake and it's mm-hmm. like we that's not what the whole issue was for is is we're just everyone's just trying to get a fair slice you know and it's like it was just overindulgent like it just gave us too much and it just yeah. felt like okay what what are you just feeding us what we want or, or 
Yeah. Or it, is this is this actually happening in in the world right now? Is is that is you're telling me that all these? It's not it's not true that all these all these actors became actors over this last year and and started winning things. It's mm-hmm. they've been there. They've been putting in the work for decades. Um, yeah, why did cast it? and cast and crew. And, and so why are we just seeing like this overabundance of it? It just it just yeah. felt fake to me. Yeah, exactly. Why did it take for a um, Twitter um, hashtag to start trending for them to start even acknowledging the minorities that were in film, but then to completely, you know, buy track and give them everything, you know, it just it, it, yeah. it's so bad. I there people that are sharing hashtags like this, especially for the film industry, they're not asking for less opportunities and awards to be given to everybody else they just want their fair share of the cake you know right and i feel like that's what the oscars just did not get they're just like oh well we don't want any controversy so just uh here yeah 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 exactly it it just it doesn't make it any better it just makes it a show that's just not worth watching because then you know that their integrity behind the oscars is gone I want to see people nominated for their film, for their work, for yeah. any and other reason other than the color of their skin or what dangly bits they have between their legs, you know? Yeah, with the exception of the, I, I, I think I'm not the only one in this here. Now, this is kind of opposite of what I'm saying, but the one where I felt like the actor that should have won in this case um, was an African-American actor and was overshot by a white man was um, actor in a leading role, best actor in a leading role, which went to Anthony Hopkins instead of Chadwick Boseman. Um, so that that was kind of like an uproar that we're seeing. I know it's counter to what we were just saying, but I, I felt yeah. a lot of people should have given it to Chadwick Boseman because, uh, I, I mean, that, w- that was one of the last movies he made. So uh, it's unfortunate, but... Um, did you see also like the ending too? The ending was just the the, the last one they gave out was the actor in the leading role, and they and it was like this. Uh, it was it was actually um, uh, Joker. Joker. Who's Joker? Oh, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is the one that that gave this this role out, and he's like he's like uh, best actor in the leading role, Anthony Hopkins, and then the music goes, and then they start just doing their credits right away, and it was like what the what the heck happened? Was, there, like I understand wasn't him even, not being there to accept it, but nobody else from his crew was there to accept it. No, nothing, and it was what? just like he said the name, and then that was it. Credits roll, and we were oh. like, "Where's the ending?" This was so. This I understand that they're pressed for time because there's so many awards given out, and uh, you know you can only take so much time, and and everyone they they tend to go a little bit longer when they're getting their their speeches. speeches. Yeah. yeah, but I mean the ending is the ending is everything. Like you gotta you gotta. There was even no buildup to it, you know. Normally, you're supposed to give a pause, and and the best actor in the leading role goes to, and yeah. you know, you know. Then you say it that way, like, no, there was no pause. He just opened it as he was talking. It was like almost, but we all know. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, he hates this establishment and everything. So everything that he was there, the Oscars and everything, he hates all that. Yeah, what he, they all yeah. stand for, anyway. So I, it was kind of like uh, a little forced on his on his half. I don't know. Maybe he was only there because he'd won the previous year, but. Contractual um, obligations, maybe. So what, yeah, yeah. What you guys need to know about the Oscars, if you don't know, is um, a lot of it is politics, and there's a lot of politics behind the scenes that us as viewers and us as people on the outside will never see. 
Okay. There mm-hmm. is people doing um, rallies, just like the presidents do rallies when they're trying to get elected as president. These films right. for these people will do rallies with the uh, members who are able to vote. Okay. Yeah. And in turn, that just turns the everything behind the scenes with the Oscars just really nasty and filthy. That's why you'll see a lot of actors and a lot of people in the industry speaking out against the Oscars because they just they don't like them. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It's 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 the same. It's exactly the same uh, principles as as voting a politician in office. You know, the the president we elect is not always the president that deserves to be in office. And it's really yeah. just the one that has the most money and the and the best looking mug that puts him in the office. Yeah. Wow. Um, so <laughs> that makes it to where a lot of movies will win stuff and a lot of people will win stuff they don't necessarily deserve. So if you see somebody not winning in the Oscars like Leonardo DiCaprio, there's probably something going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of because he's done plenty of films that were Oscar worthy and him not win doesn't make any sense, you know? Right. Yeah. So there's definitely people Uh, behind the scenes pulling strings and, a lot of people in the industry just don't like it. Well, just a lot of people just don't like it, period. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. I, hopefully, we'll we'll see some kind of normalization um, in, in the coming years to get, again, the fair share of our cake. Yeah. And we see some a little bit more of uh, a spread of equality in the people that are winning and, and being represented in the industry. Um, it it kind of reminds me of a few years ago when... There was this uh, this Asian um, cinema movement that was happening when we had like uh, you know Parasite come out and, and yeah. Train to Busan, and, and we thought you know uh, we even reported on this. We thought that that this is it. The American culture they want more. They want something different than uh, uh, American mm-hmm. uh, packaged cinema, and uh, and it was just it was just a fluff for that year. We saw a lot of um, Asian winners and Asian. Um, uh, nominees, but then after that, it it just uh, I, again they were just giving us what we wanted at the moment. And yeah, whoever's it, behind it was the, gonna, yeah, whoever's behind production, the scenes pulling, yeah, the production behind the scenes that are pulling the strings. All they ever want to do is just give us what the people want to get them the most views that they possibly can. And with this year being under ten million views for the Oscars is just they know they messed up. They know they messed up. They need to fix it. Otherwise, Oscars isn't even a thing anymore. It's just not even worth it. But you know what? Let's yeah. get off that depressing Oscar bull honky. And let's get to some good stuff. So in May, we actually have a couple of releases I'm very, 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 very excited for. One of them is Cruella on Disney+. Plus. I'm not going to mm. be paying the $30 for it because I do not believe in that whole stupid thing thing yes but if you, but you'll get it in a month or two <laughs> yeah you'll get it in like two or three months after it releases for this 30 dollars. but it just looks so good i love those realistic like um villain movies like the joker and stuff uh, and um, right and um oh, birds of prey movies like that so i'm really hoping that cruella fits into that little niche of uh, Disney real act like live action movies, so I'm, um, I have high hopes for this one. We're not getting 
I, I know the in the original like 101 Dalmatians and stuff was that is this even the same thing we're talking about? But uh, that was like Glenn Close and stuff. Are we getting that Glenn Close and this movie as well or no? No, no, no. This is a live action. That it's, would be amazing. Yeah, it's based <laughs> off of um, the 101 Dalmatian story obviously okay um but it's how she became cuella deville like what happened in her life to turn her into you know a puppy murdering monster for a coat (laughs) so i i'm very excited to see where sticks will be put in butts yes exactly (laughs) and and if you guys are you know excited about a quiet place then you should know (laughs) that a quiet place too is coming out in May. Awesome. I is that know. with John Krasinski, the Krasinsker? Uh, sure. Yes. Yes. It absolutely awesome. is. Awesome. What I loved about uh, this movie was there was like no soundtrack to it and like no, you know, the actors were so challenged in, in mm-hmm. creating this intense suspense yeah. with no noise. Like that's what made it so more, such more, uh, uh, thrilling and, and exciting is when you would yeah. have these, this contrast of super quiet scenes and then really loud noises uh, played by the by the by the things that were attacking them. You know. Yeah, and that's what I'm very excited. Like I'm I'm excited to see where they take um, the story, and they say they actually want to do a theatrical release only, so it's not going to be coming to streaming devices. They're trying to get more people out to the theaters. I think that's really cool. I think a lot more movies should start doing that because there's like, there's really no reason for us to get up and go to the theaters right now. Even though I want to say there is, I, I still don't feel comfortable getting up and going to the theaters. Yeah. But if there's going to be more movies like a quiet place too, which I'm very interested in watching going to the theaters, then I'm going to come out of my you know comfort zone. I'm going to go to the theaters. You know, I'll be safe about it, of course, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. And, this is also one of those productions that was done before COVID. I actually remember seeing the commercials for it uh, before COVID started. Um, and and I've, I've seen the commercials in the movie theaters for it. And so it looks like they finished it up. Or maybe there was a, a reshoot or something that they had to do in order to, to finish it. That it, why is, That's why it took so long. Uh, we'll find out about that and, and get back to you yeah, in, well, in a later episode. Yeah. If there's anything juicy to, to hear about it. But yeah, that's exciting. I, I can't wait to see... Um, that one come out and, and what new surprises or how they're going to to uh, portray this this next thing so that it's not just more of the same yeah. old tricks. I, I think this one actually is going to focus more on the the surviving family and and finding other families and other people that were able to survive this this uh, onset of these these demons and monsters that came out and were attacking them and i think the focus now is on uh you know kind of like walking dead like season two and three is how it more focused on the people that were able to survive instead of like surviving the zombies yeah yeah exactly I, and i don't want to see another quiet place one done again i don't want to see that i want to see like you said focus on the families focus on the community building i want to see more details into the lore of a quiet place you know so yeah. I'm very excited to see what they do with this. I think they're going to do good. Um, I hope they're going to do good. If Quiet Place 1 is anything to say, and it's the same director and same DP, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I think they're going to do do pretty well. 
All right, so I looked around some of the streaming services for some movies that uh, I want to watch and some shows I want to watch, and I'll tell you guys about it. So if you guys want to watch it with me this week, cool. Let me know if you guys liked it or not. The show that I picked is Invincible. It's on Prime Video. Check it out. It's free. It comes out uh, once one episode a week. It's on episode seven right now. Holy shit. Usually with um, superhero animated shows, they're a spoof where they play it off like, like, oh, we know we're a superhero show. We're going to take ourselves like, you know, not seriously at all. And it's going to be really, really shit. And it's blah, 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 blah. That's not at all what this show does. The show takes and sees that there is a giant community of people who love superhero, genuinely love superhero shows and are looking for an animated show and they make a show for them. Okay. Yeah. It takes itself just as seriously as it needs to. It is well written. It's well animated. The heroes seem so familiar, but at the same time, they're so different than, you know, the DC or Marvel counterparts that they may or may not be based off of. It, it, it's just worth the watch. I will not talk about what's in them because holy moly, the first couple episodes will blow your freaking mind, man. But watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. definitely something to watch. So this is Invincible on Amazon Prime right now. Yep. Um, and so now if you want to see the other side, the other culture of uh, superheroes, uh, the the downside of it, if you will, uh, also on Amazon Prime, which is what I've been watching, is The Boys. Uh, if you have... <laughs> amazing. Like this is... So this is the, the opposites. Like, so the... the superheroes that are being projected to the public are you know they they're so invincible and powerful and they're so they they're perfect and they can save everybody but then this show focuses more on like the side that they're trying to cover up it's more uh in this world it's become more of a commercialization of a corporate company that is running that maintains these superheroes and they do all their PR for them because they're, they're complete screw ups. You know, they're, they, they, uh, for example, the, uh, the, the show starts with one of these superheroes that can run really fast, right? He's a knockoff mm -hmm. version of the flash and, uh, he's running and, and he happened to be on drugs and he ran, he was running so fast. He ran through a person and she just exploded in the street. Oh, no. and, and so, so the rest of the series, they're trying to clean up this mess and, and, and hide the fact that he was on drugs and ran through a person and she oh, just Jesus. exploded. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see the counterculture to, to superheroes, oh, uh, the boys is what I'm watching. Jeez, I'm going to have to check that out. Is that the show with um, Jensen Ankles in it? Let's check. He was in Supernatural. I love him. He is such a good actor. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's in the boys. But he is also doing... Um, voice acting for batman for their upcoming um, oh. upcoming animated movie so i'm very excited to see that yeah he's in the boys oh i don't see it Where he's in the boys that? season three ah season okay that's why yeah he, so he yeah i haven't seen that part yet boys <laughs> yeah season three yeah yeah <clears throat> so yes yes he is then that's, and i am only on season two that's the reason i don't know that's know but awesome I'm down. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Uncover Cinema. It's a little bit more of a relaxed take on our format, but uh, let us know what you guys thought. Uh, if you want. Yes. And you did allude more to uh, the Reddit, which we yep. are 
working on today. I guess that's that's our big announcement for today is that we're we're getting all that that kind of social media stuff set up for us. Uh, we're, you're going to start to see the the old engines start to grease up and churning again for the uh, social media accounts. So if you haven't subscribed yet, check us out at Uncovered Cinema um, on all the handles. We're 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 pretty much growing up everywhere now, and we are. Uh, happy to say that we're growing and, and thriving, and we're also going to be uh, coming back very soon with uh, streaming. So if you ha- haven't watched our streams, yep. they're way better than uh, than the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, <laughs> I can't get better. past the shiny head. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> we just were uh, actually reviewing the videos from the live streams, and they they look so beautiful, and I can't wait to bring them back again. <laughs> um, it, it's just uh, you know we're everything's kind of starting to come back from back to life from uh COVID-19 and and the whole world's coming back right we're all getting our oh, yeah. shots and and everyone's going to be out there and it's Gotta all get vaccinated, great. we're going to be yeah sneezing on each other and it's not going to be a problem anymore yeah remember um, they just uh lifted I think sanctions for anybody to be able to go get your uh vaccine so don't hold back go get vaccinated get yeah absolutely shots. if you can get it get it and uh, and we will see you next week. So thank you so much again for listening to Uncovered Cinema. Um, and we'll see you next week. See you.